This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewCentral.com. Capital One customers were affected by a data breach. Three million of patient records were breached. Verizon comes out with new unlimited data plans, plus UC Santa Barbara sues. Those are some of the tech news stories this week. And it's Saturday, August 3rd, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and it's episode 32 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. You have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com and leading off. If you have an account with Capital One, it seems you might need to start paying very close attention to your bank and its activities. This is because the bank has recently disclosed a massive data breach that took place earlier this year where the person behind the attack managed to exploit a configuration vulnerability that allowed them to not only access, but also decrypt customer data. According to Capital One, quote, Capital One immediately fixed con uh, the configuration vulnerability that this individual exploited and promptly began working with federal law enforcement. The FBI has arrested the person responsible, and that person is in custody. Based on our analysis to date, we believe it is unlikely that the information was used for fraud or disseminated by this individual. However, we will continue to investigate. The bank also goes on to reassure its customers that despite the fact that customer data was accessed, more sensitive information such as credit card account numbers or login credentials were compromised. More than 32 million patient records were breached between January and between January and June 2019. That's more than double the 15 million more than 15 million records breached in all of 2018. This is from uh, healthcare analytics firms Proteinius. According to the company, the number of disclosed incidents rose to 285 in the first half of the first half of the year. The Proteinius 2019 mid-year breach breach barometer report found that 60% of all breaches were due to hacking. And there was in one incident, hackers targeted a medical collections agency and obtained the data of roughly 20 million patients, including those who use LabCorp and Quest Diagnostics. Their data was found on the dark web. Verizon had previously had three unlimited plans. Well, on Tuesday, their, Verizon has replaced them with four unlimited plans. Uh, the first is the new Quote, get more unlimited plan, which starts at $90 per month for a single line with auto auto pay enabled and not including taxes and fees, a caveat that applies to all four plans. It's essentially the company's old $95 per month above above limited plan, just a $5 cheaper and with 30 gigabytes of LTE hotspot data before you get throttled instead of 20 gigabytes. Other differences include the fact that the Get More includes a discount on tablet data, which Above did not, but that comes at the expense of losing the free travel passes that Above used to offer. Uh, there's also 75 gig of LTE, LTE data, 720 video streaming, free Apple Music, and the various cloud storage and connected device discounts are all the same as the old plan. There's also the entry-level um, plan Start Limited. 
It is also virtually identical to the Go Unlimited plan it replaces. Like Get More Limit Unlimited, there is a $5 price cut, so it starts at $70 for one line. The two-line, three-line, four-line, and five-plus line, four-plus line prices also drop by $5, but there's also the drawbacks um, where Verizon can slow your data anytime if the network is adjusted. There's no guaranteed pool of high-speed data like the other unlimited plans. Video streaming Video streaming is limited to DVD quality or 480p, and unlike the old Go Unlimited plan, which offered extremely low extremely slow tethering. There's also um, no hotspot. There's no hotspot option at all with Start. That in, they also included Apple Music subscription. It's just a six-month trial. Also, there's Do More Unlimited, which offers 50 gigs of 50 gigabytes of LTE data before congestion, 500 gigabytes of cloud storage, and a discount on a connected tablet or a hotspot. But it downgrades video streaming to 480p only and only has six months of Apple Music. And then there is the uh, Play More Unlimited plan, which costs the same $80 for a single line. And it more closely resembles the old Beyond Unlimited plan, 25 gigabytes of LTE before, before congestion, 720p streaming and free Apple Music. Both plans still include the 15 gigabytes of LTE. LTD hotspot data, as well as as well as five as well as free 5G for un, for an unknown limited time, at which point it'll cost ten dollars per month for customers who want to keep the fast data speeds. This week, UC Santa Barbara filed a lawsuit uh, charging Amazon. IKEA, Walmart, Target, and Beth Bath and Beyond with infringing its patents, according to Nixon Peabody, the law firm representing UC Santa Barbara. This is the, quote, first of its kind direct patent enforcement campaign against an entire industry. The dispute centers around filament LED light bulbs, sometimes called, quote, Edison or, quote, vintage LED bulbs because they, they resemble Edison's iconic class bulbs with growing filaments. Like other LEDs, these use 90% these use less energy than typical in, in incandescents and last years longer. The filament LED electron... L, the filament LED technology invented at UC Santa Barbara has become so popular that the five retailers sell the bulbs in mass quantities. According to UC Santa Barbara, it tried to warn the retailers of the infringement and establish licenses with them, but the university efforts have, quote, have not been sufficient to address the ubiquitous and explosive infringement in this industry. The university is now seeking excuse me, the university is now seeking undisclosed damages and licensing agreements with each retailer. It also requested that the U.S. International Trade Commission, or ITC, launch an investigation into the under launched an investigation into the unauthorized importation of these Edison LEDs and potentially issue cease and desist orders to prevent retailers from selling the LEDs without permission. A federal judge dismissed Democrats' lawsuit against Russia, WikiLeaks, and the Trump campaign on Tuesday, saying that Russia was the main culprit and cannot be sued under federal law. The Democratic National Committee filed the lawsuit last year, claiming that those three parties and others related to them they had where they had violated hacking and racketeering laws in connection with the 2016 breach of the DNC's computer, computer systems 
and the subsequent release of the organization's private emails. Russia cannot be sued because of the Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act, which largely prevents lawsuits against foreign governments. Um, Judge uh, John Kotili Tila, excuse me, a Clinton a Clinton appointee in the Southern District of New York says, "quote wrote writes, excuse me, the quote the remedies for hostile actions by foreign governments are state actions. At the same time, WikiLeaks and the Trump campaign can't be held liable for the dissemination of the stolen materials because of First Amendment protections." The judge ruled, referencing the Supreme Court case that upheld the publishing of the Pentagon, the Pentagon Papers. The judge wrote that, quote, the First Amendment prevents such liability in the same way it would preclude liability for press outlets that published illegal obtained materials, while the DNC also alleged that WikiLeaks and other parties played a role in the hacking of its email accounts. Kotzel wrote that the organization, quote, failed to allege, failed to allege plausibility, plausibility, plausibly, excuse me, I'm probably masquerading the word plausibly, that anyone, anyone else was a participant leading those claims to the leading those claims to be dismissed. The DNC in, did not uh, immediately uh, respond to a request for comment by The Verge. The Trump campaign seized on the ruling as a win for the president against allegations of collusion, calling it a, quote, a huge victory in a court, hu- calling it a huge, calling it, quote, a huge victory in court in a statement. Google is talking about two of the main features that the Pixel 4 bring. The company has confirmed that the upcoming flagship feature is a motion sensor radar, which features which powers a feature called Motion Sense. The Pixel 4 is also coming is also coming is also going to come with face unlock, but it will be a more advanced version compared to its functionality offered by a lot of Android smartphones today. Google's advanced technology and projects team have been working on projects solely for the past five years. It's a miniature version of motion sensing radar. This will be located at the top of the Pixel 4 to sense small motions around the phone. This radar will enable motion sense features on the device, allowing users to skip songs, smooth, uh, sc- excuse me, snooze alarms, silence phone calls, and more by simply making gestures around the phone. These capabilities will improve over time. Google does point out that the motion sense will be available in, quote, select pixel countries. Face unlock on the Pixel 4 isn't just going to use a selfie camera like it does on other Android smartphones. As users reach for their device solely, will proactively proactively enable the face unlock sensors, and if they recognize the user, it will be instantly it will instantly be unlocked. Google says that this will work in any, almost any orientation if the phone is being held upside down. In the three months that Spotify created crested, excuse me, crested the 100 million the 100 premium user mark, the company has added another 8 million paying customers in its second quarter. In its second quarter earnings, Spotify said that its overall membership grew from 217 million last quarter to 232 million now. Spotify says that the growth in both free and paying customers is a, is down to a is down to a number of initiatives, including quote long-term relations of long-term retention of users. In addition, new products like the shipped-down Spotify Lite, designed for countries where data is at a premium, launched in 36 launched in 36 territories during the quarter. Spotify stations its Pandora-like experience. 
is also being tested in the U.S. and other experience are apparently forthcoming. The Swedish company pulled in $1.8 billion in revenue, of which $1.6 billion was premium subs, and with the other $200 million coming from advertising. The company's net loss this quarter was $84.7 million, close to, half, close, close to half the loss it made in the previous period. Spotify expects to see user numbers up to $245 million by the end. Excuse me. Spotify expects to see user numbers hit up to 200, 245 million by the end of next quarter and 265 million by the end of the year. And by the end of Q4, the company is hoping to have 125 million paying customers. Amazon Prime is trying its hand at fashion again with the launch on Wednesday of Personal Shopper by Prime Wardrobe in the iOS and Android app. The women's styling service sends users sends user handpicked items and accessories based on their style profile. Amazon says it hopes to expand to menswear soon. Personal Shopper is available only to U.S. Amazon Prime users, but if it but it works if you have a 30-day trial membership, the student prime membership, or the six-month trial membership. Stylist, <clears throat> excuse me, stylist base stylist base brand and and base brand and selection on your style, fit, and budget. And this is according to Amazon's Prime wardrobe page. Customers get to preview their personalized picks and then select up to eight items which they want to ship or which they want to ship. You'll get a week you'll get a week at home try on period and resealable packaging for free returns. Personal Shopper costs $4.99 per month, plus your Prime subscription. Sizes include 0 to 24 and extra small to extra, extra large and 3X, as well as, shoe, as well as women's shoes in sizes 5 to 12. Samsung has officially announced the new Galaxy Tab S6, a high-end Android tablet that's designed for both productivity work and entertainment needs. The Tab S6 supports pen input, a stylus included in the box, and it can be attached to an optional keyboard case. It'll be available on September 6th for $649, which gets you 120 gigabytes of storage and 6 gigabytes of RAM. A version with 256 gigabytes of storage and 8 gigs of RAM will cost $729. Samsung says an LTE version of the Tab SX will be available later this year. It has a 16 by 10, 16 by 10 10.5 inch OLED screen, similar to the outgoing Tab S4, but Samsung has trimmed the bezels of Tab to make it the overall footprint smaller. It also traded the facial recognition login system for an in-screen optical fingerprint scanner. Samsung has also trimmed the overall thickness and weight of the tablet down to 5.7 millimeters thick and 420 grams, which is just under 15 ounces. There are four speakers along the edges, two on each side when the tablet is held in landscape. Inside, the Tab S6 has a Snapdragon 855 processor and a 7,040 milliamp battery that the company says is good for up to 15 hours of use. Around back, the Tab S the Tab S6 has a dual camera system with a standard lens and a 123-degree wide-angle lens. The back is also home to the most interesting part of the tablet, a magnetic strip that includes the S Pen stylus attached to the tablet. The SS the the, like the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil, the S6 can charge the pen when it's attached and even has a similar on-screen charging notification when you attach it. Samsung's 
excuse me, the S Pen Stylus has similar remote control features as the S Pen that comes with the Galaxy Note 9 smartphone, including the ability to advance PowerPoint slides or trigger the camera the trigger the camera shutter remotely. There are also new gestures for scrolling through media and other functions while holding the pen. Samsung has redesigned the keyboard attachment to include a small trackpad. The keyboard, which can be purchased for an additional $179, connects to a tablet through a set of pogo pins on the left side of the Tab S6. It can be detached separately from it. It can be detached separately from its back from its back cover, which also acts as a kickstand to prop the tablet up. For software, the the Tab S6 runs Android 9 Pie with version 1.5 of Samsung's One UI interface. It also has the support for Samsung Samsung's Dex interface, which provides a more desktop-like experience when using the tablet with a keyboard. The new keyboard attachment has a function key to launch the uh, Dex quickly. The uh, Dex can also be outputted to an external external display using the Tab's S6 US, USB Type-C port. There is a lot of shoeing news uh, this week, beginning with over on Ars Technica. One has been reported. The major broadcast network sued the makers of Lowcast, a nonprofit organization that provides free online access to broadcast TV stations. The lawsuit filed by ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC seeks financial damages and a permanent injunction that will that would shut Lowcast down. Broadcast TV networks are available for free over the air with antenna, but selling the rights to retransmit those signals in other ways is a big business. Broadcasters reportedly collected $10.1 billion in 2018 via retransmission fees that they charge cable and satellite TV companies. TV providers routinely passes costs along to consumers in the form of, quote, broadcast TV fees. Pay TV custom pay TV providers use these use these fees to raise the actual cost of service above their advertised prices, and to raise customers' prices even while they're under contract. TV subscribers can deal with blackouts by using Antenna or a service like Lowcast. While Lowcast is a nonprofit, the the while Lowcast is a nonprofit, the broadcasters argue that it's actually bankrolled by the satellite TV industry, Directv bankrolled by the satellite TV industry. DirecTV owner AT&T notably donated $500,000 to Locast, and Locast's founder has ties to this network. Locast says it's on a mission to help TV viewers get easier access to channels that are supposed to be free, saying, quote, ever since the dawn of TV broadcasting in the mid-20th century, nonprofit organizations have provided, quote, translator TV, TV stations as a public service where a primary broadcaster cannot reach, cannot, reach, cannot reach a receiver with a strong enough signal, the, the translator amplifies that signal with another transmitter, allowing consumers who otherwise cannot get the over-the-air signal to receive important programming, including local news, weather, and, of course, sports. Locast.org provides the same public service, Except, excuse me. Except instead of an over the instead of an over the air signal transmitter, we provide the local broadcast signal via online streaming. So far, Locast is available in 13 U.S. markets: um, Baltimore, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Houston, Philadelphia, Rapid City, South Dakota, Los Angeles, New York City, San Francisco, San Francisco, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Washington D.C. Locast intends to expand to new markets, but solicits to 
donations because it has, quote, considerable cost for equipment, bandwidth, and operational support. Lowcast can be used on mobile devices, streaming boxes, and web browsers. It detects your location and lets you choose from a selection of TV channels. The lawsuit filed by ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC says, quote, plaintiffs, plaintiffs, including their affiliate companies, collectively invest billions of dollars to create, acquire, and valuable and provide valuable television programming. That programming, excuse me, that programming is broadcast to the public for free over the air viewing. But the overwhelming majority of households have elected that convenience and reliability by viewing plaintiffs' copyrighted programming through services offered by cable, satellite, broadband, and mobile providers. By virtue of several acts of Congress, the, those providers must have a license to retransmit copyrighted television programming, notwithstanding that the programming is broadcast over the air by plaintiffs and their local affiliates, and must also secure the consent of the broadcasters to retransmit the broadcast signals. Even though the TV channels aren't, are available for free, Lowcast can't transmit them. The lawsuit says, quote, Lowcast captures over-the-air broadcast signals, strips critical data from those signals, and then retransmit those signals and the copyrighted content they carry to registered users over the Internet. The catch is unlike Excuse me, the catch is unlike licensed cable, satellite, and streaming services, Lowcast neither obtains plaintiffs for permission nor pays for exploration of plaintiffs' exclusive rights to publicly perform their copyrighted content. Instead, Lowcast simply takes plaintiffs' copyrighted content and retransmits it to its registered users at will over the internet. The lawsuit lawsuit also says, quote, these two these two profit these two for-profit businesses, AT&T and Dish, provide Lowcast with valuable nationwide distribution of Lowcast app on the internet connected set-top boxes because of the subscribers. At the same time, Lowcast provides these two major distributors with commercial benefits that includes the ability to a to avoid obtaining retransmission from local co- local stations to include local stations in their paid TV offerings by integrating the Lowcast app into their, into their customer set-top boxes. B, to gain leverage in negotiations with broadcast stations over retransmission consent rights to offer their subscribers access to broadcast channels. And C, for DISH to promote, to promote a version of its Sling TV and for DISH to promote a version of its Sling TV internet television service that does not carry local broadcast channels by telling potential, by telling potential customers that they can, quote, supplement Sling TV by getting the broadcast channels via Lowcast. Lowcast is not the, is not the non-commercial community public service it purports to be. It is a strategic play funded by and functioning for the benefit of the sadly commercial interests. AT&T released a statement saying, quote, that Lowcast offers consumers an innovative new way to access free over-the-air signals. We support technologies that give consumers many choices and better access to this local content. And there's more in the article, including, I believe, a, there's some more information from, uh, I believe there's, a, there's a, all the information about this article in full, including Sling as well as comments. Uh, it's up in the show notes at gncweekly.com. PBS and PBS Kids. PBS and PBS Kids are coming to YouTube YouTube TV beginning sometime this year. PBS member stations who choose to participate will have their programming streamed on YouTube's TV's live TV and on 
and on-demand subscription service. The move will bring both educational and local TV to the platform, and it marks the first time PBS has partnered with a streaming service in this way. In the press release, PBS says this partnership is an important step toward expanding its digital footprint. PBS Chief Digital and Marketing Officer Ira Rubenstein says, quote, our goal is to our goal is to reach as many Americans as possible with content that educates, inspires, and entertains. As a broadcaster that is rooted in communities, we appreciate YouTube's commitment to local content, and we are pleased that the service provides audiences with access to programming that is, that is produced and distributed by our member stations. Over on the makeuse.com, uh, uh, over in, um, excuse me, in the show notes, um, on uh, this is on from makeuse.com, the uh, best the excuse me the um best movies on excuse me the best tv shows to watch on crackle uh there's um charlie's angels the company uh, marvel anime iron man snatch pan am news radio dilbert and there's a lot little, a few more and i'll have a link up in the show notes that you can check out on that also in the show notes on lifehacker.com, what's coming and going from HBO in August. Uh, there's a lot of titles here um, for movies, for example, Aquaman, The Mule. Uh, there's series premieres, including um, Succession, um, Our Boys. There's season fin- series finales um, like Euphoria and Divorce. Divorce, excuse me. There's original programming. Um, Spanish content. There's also a lot of titles um, of movie titles that are leaving in August. And I'll have a link up in the show notes. You can check out on that. Also on Lifehacker, what's coming in coming to Amazon Prime Video in August. Um, there's a lot here as well. Uh, for example, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, The Lincoln Lawyer, um, Andy Irons, Kissed by Gold. There's an Amazon Prime original photograph. And I'll have a link up in the show notes. You can check out on that as well. Also in the uh, also in the show notes, there's a lot of tech tips this week. Uh, first up, a few tech tips for students going back to school. Over on Android Central, the best backpacks for students. On CNET.com, the best watch for back to school. There's also a link on the best gifts for gamers going back to school. Um, also in the show notes, there's um, some tips on how to, on um, privacy precautions for travel when using uh, when using excuse me using technology for vacations. Also um, in the show notes, this is from AndroidCentral.com. The blessed the best Bluetooth headphones that are under fifty dollars. Uh, I'll link up in the show notes on that. Uh, there's also um, in from MakeUse.com um, five five. Faster Chrome Chrome extensions to speed up web browsing. There's Faster Chrome. There's Web Boost, AMP Browser, and I will link up in the show notes on that. And also, uh, and finally, leading up to the uh, closing out the tech tips block. Speaking of Verizon's um, new unlimited plans, over on Android Central, um, which unlimited plan should you buy in 2019? There's AT and T, Sprint, T-Mobile, or Verizon. Um, they compare the data plans um, from all four carriers, so you can decide for yourself on what's right for you with AT&T, Verizon, um, with AT&T, Verizon uh, Sprint, or T-Mobile. In GNC, in the GNC WIR for what's trending this week, went trending for this week over on Google Trends 
Google Trends trended last week with 200,000 searches at number four, National Tequila Day. On Twitter, trending today at number three with 33,900 uh, 33, tweets, hashtag gun control now. And lastly, on what's trending over on YouTube at number three with 606,744 views and the video, Keith Eats Everything at Pizza Hut. And finally, I'd like to think that I need to change up my career. Um, take the case of a six-year-old Korean YouTuber, YouTuber by the name of Boram, who has reportedly enough money to purchase a home worth a whopping $8 million. Uh, the home she bought is also said to be in the Gangnam Suburb, Gangnam Suburb in Seoul, which is also to be one of the country's richest neighborhoods, and also it's the most happening. However, despite her financial success, the YouTuber has come under some controversy, or rather her parents have. There have been some complaints filed with the NGO Save the Children, in which some have expressed their concern that Boram's parents are profiting from their child, while also complaining about some of the content on her channel, which they feel could be a bad influence on other kids as well. And that is the tech news from this week for Saturday, August 3rd, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode on the tech tips, uh, also on um, what's coming and going from Amazon, Prime Video, and HBO. It all can be found uh, at gncweekly.com. Also, to be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. Now, if you have a comment, thought, want to say hi, love to hear from you. Uh, love to hear from you all, be it social media or email. Everything can be found on how to, to reach on Facebook and Twitter and Gmail. That's at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. And I will be back next week for another episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.